I'm amazed how many people own stocks. Welcome to the Playing Footsie Podcast. My name's Paul, and each episode, me and the lads get together to talk about the stocks, stock market news, and finance in general. Quick disclaimer, you shouldn't consider anything in this podcast as personal financial advice. If you need such advice, go to a financial advisor. And please remember, when investing in any form, your capital is at risk. So sit back, relax, and let the lads fill you in with all the stock market news of the week. The sucker's going up. Welcome to the midweek footsie, where we play a little bit of footsie with your mind. (laughs) Through the medium of a question that was left to us uh, on, a, on a comment and this week's question is from sean walsh uh i'm sure that's a comedian isn't it sean walsh um he's the guy with the long curly yep. hair all right so the actual comedian sean walsh very nice to have you asking us a question um <laughs> on the midweek footsie so question for a future episode maybe what are your thoughts on pensions what i was just gonna say i was gonna say Back from cheating on his wife after Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> oh, that was that was the guy. Yes, I remember. That was him, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the guy. Yeah, he got caught in an alleyway, didn't he? That was him. And yeah. Knew, yeah, knew I had him. Yeah. yeah, where's he gone? Congratulations, Sean. Thank, thank God you've moved past that <laughs> yeah. career-ending mistake. <laughs> okay, back to the question then. Uh, what are your thoughts on pensions? Between employer contributions, tax and national insurance savings, fund fees, and less control over specific buys. How do you approach managing your pension contributions against brackets, if you choose to make them, against taking that money and putting it in a SIP or a stocks and shares ISA? Okay, so he's tried to decide, should we be putting more in a SIP or more in an ISA or sticking with our employer? Uh, pension. How do you guys feel about that? It's a good question. Welcome everyone to the Playing Footsie Show where we don't script the introduction, uh, it turns <laughs> out. Uh, <laughs> um, so the way I approach things is I make sort of fairly standard payments into my kind of workplace pension, which uh, like a lot of pensions has got worse lately. But it's fair to say that a good part of the reason why I'm interested in investing at all is because I'm worried that my pension isn't going to be good enough when the time comes to do the things that I want it to do, uh, basically. And um, I've got my uh, pension set up to be reasonably, well, to be as aggressive as it can be within the very limited parameters that uh, the pension fund permits, which is really quite limited. Uh, Aside from that, I'm trying to do things like filling up my lifetime ISA, and I've got a view on using that for retirement rather than house buying. Um, and that's kind of where I look to next. I don't have a SIP yet. Uh, I'll worry about that when I filled up the ISA stuff. There's a choice between being taxed on the way in or taxed on the way out, right? And uh, in the case of an ISA, you pay the tax before you stick it in the thing and then it's free to withdraw it. In the case of a pension, you get the tax back again, uh, but then you get taxed when you withdraw it. I think taxes might be higher rather than lower in the future, so I'm sticking to ISAs for the time being. Yeah, so I'm a bit like Paul. I've dropped out my... um my workplace pension fairly recently its performance was um, astronomically poor i had a lot of um really bad choices really i i couldn't i couldn't really sort of mess around with it in the way i wanted to it wasn't transparent enough and the fees were quite high so um i decided that um i just wanted to dip out of it i i'd already had a sip running alongside it as well which is what i made contributions to 
its performance far outstripped um, anything that would get added um, by my employer because our pension at work is probably about as bad as it gets it's the bog standard it's the bare minimum um, it's a very very bad pension um, so I, I've dropped out entirely so I have a sip with Vanguard I buy one fund in it. it's the Vanguard global all cap fund um, I actually we are at work talking about moving back into uh, moving into LNG with our pension legal in general and we'll get access to the, the whole range of funds which if that happens I will I will dip back in it's not it's not I've got no problem with the workplace pension I think they're a good idea to be fair um, it's just that the one I am in at the moment is particularly poor um, but yeah, I, I'm doing the same thing as Steve. Realistically, the vast majority of my wealth I want to be with inside my stocks and shares ISA because of the freedom that allows me to take from that uh, at a rate that I see fit. Um, with a pension, that will be a supplementary income. The, the other th good thing about a, a, a ISA is you can withdraw it whenever the hell you like. With a pension, you're going to be restricted to an age gap and uh, you're not really in control of that age either. So... Um, I would much prefer um, to to use an ISA on this occasion and miss out on the benefits of, of a SIP or a pension. Okay. Let me be very clear to anybody who's listening first thing. I don't think there's a single financial advisor or financial coach, whatever you want to want to call them out there, that would advise what we're doing right now. And largely coming particularly me because i had i have access to the nhs and firefighters pension and those things are considered gold dust they really are there's not a single financial advisor out there that would say <laughs> come out of that um and they they fully understand it way more than i do i'm sure they do but i do not like the the nhs pension for a couple of reasons i think that it's a trap to keep people in that job and uh, as a false sense of security i think it takes a lot of freedom away from the person i think that's going to be one of our themes here when we talk about these pensions and why we're in, in pensions and why we're not in pensions is the freedom that it takes away from you and also i think for some people uh they're very scared that it's not going to be there when um when I do finally retire, I think the governments that, and this is all governments have been taking away and dipping into that pension part of the NHS. And I, while I can't see the figures, I would have a very good inkling that that money isn't there. There's not enough money to pay for the previous years of, uh, pensions that are now coming out. And, uh, I'm I'm pretty scared, and there's also been a 16% drop off of younger members of the NHS paying into the pension, which just means there's even less money there for them to do it. So it just means that eventually, with a defined benefit pension, and the teachers are the same, the teachers are in the same boat as well. I think with a defined benefit pension, uh, they're going to struggle to pay it, and I think um, there's there's going to be something coming there. But that is complete conspiracy on my part and it's my personal feeling so uh, i would never never ever base your base your uh, information on that and also um the, it's this it's this um it's this idea that it's free money so that's the that's the phrase that everyone fr throws out to me when they talk about pensions it's free money because you get uh employer match and with a sip you get that extra 25 percent tax benefit as well uh 
is this money really free? Does anyone have an opinion on that? Because my opinion is nothing comes for free, right? Well, the the idea is that they're trying to manoeuvre you away from needing a state pension, aren't they? So if they can dip 25% into your state pension, that saves them 75% that they would have had to pay you uh, in a normal scheme, isn't it? So the idea is that I think off the top... I mean, like, let's just preface this again by saying, like, this is personal finance. It is literally personal finance as all. This is down to the individual. Anything we say here is not to be copied <laughs> unless you have a sound understanding but my understanding of my thinking my thought process is i don't believe the state pension will be there so i believe that i can get a pension of a sizable amount on my own by using a sip and i can supplement it by having an isa and that's the whole reason that the whole reason the the the, the company pension is introduced is solely for that reason that i think they're looking to phase out the state pension they won't say it because it'll frighten a lot of people and they won't get elected but i can guarantee you even both parties main parties are thinking about eventually that this will become an unmanageable uh, payout for the reasons that we we just discussed the money isn't there to continue to pay it uh, and obviously we're getting older and older as a generation and that that would mean that uh, as, as, a, as a species especially in the UK and that means that there's less and less people actively working to make the shortfall so it's a tricky thing um, and I like I say I, could, I wouldn't advocate anybody following my route but it, it works out in my head it works out on my spreadsheet and I'll very, be very very closely tracking it to make sure it's working out for me um, but I would like I say my, my issue is not necessarily with my company pension per se my issue is the lack of choice and the lack of transparency in the fees I would go back in if I was given access to you know if all of those if all of those things were taken away what about you Steve do you, do you have a is, is there a lot of transparency in yours, or is it just you're in and you, this is what you get? And... No, there's reasonable transparency in it. It's just nothing, none of it's massively inspiring. So I'm reminded quite a bit of uh, Moneybox, um, which is a kind of app that first got me kind of vaguely interested in investing. And you can kind of put your money into uh, Moneybox, and you can either set in their kind of higher risk or their middle risk or their lower risk thing, and it basically puts your money into either bonds or some emerging markets or some other kinds of equities, basically, depending on where you choose. Our pensions do allow us to kind of uh, set ourselves up with a collections of funds that are perceived to be higher risk, lower risk. You can stay in cash if you want in your pension if you're really worried about that kind of thing. But all of these things are kind of uh, built up in ways that I kind of don't like the look of very much. I do still pay into it. I do have a, a investment builder on the side of it as well. And it's fair to say that when I'm thinking about the money that I'm using or planning on using for my pension, like you... Um, I'm not taking vast risks with it. You have one thing which is uh, VWRL, basically the kind of uh, Vanguard World Tracker. I have that plus uh, a gold miner hedge um, plus Berkshire Hathaway uh, for what it's worth. I have some spare change in that. But neither of us is taking anything that would be considered kind of a substantial risk with these kind of things, right? I mean, some people never get past missionary and I guess that's where we're kind of leaving our, our pensions more or less well the thing is i, I am because <laughs> i just don't but i think that's because i don't think i have the same amount of money that you guys do uh i haven't been investing for a very long time i have no idea how much is in my uh, previous pensions I, I don't think it's a lot uh so i am taking quite a lot of risk uh and i need to people say that i don't take much risk which is absolutely crazy uh because they're they're the ones invested in uh shit coins and um and uh spec stocks and they're going oh you're 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 so conservative i'm going no mate like there's a whole level of conservative uh risk 
pensions and penny stocks. It's it's mad, isn't it? I, I no, I understand. I understand that I'm taking a lot of risk. I do slightly disagree with you on the uh, tax in, tax out idea, because I used mm-hmm. to think the same. I used to think that uh, you get taxed on the way in in an ISA, which means it doesn't come in, uh, doesn't isn't taxed on the way out, which means that um, when the tax rates are higher in the future. Uh, as we we probably will perceive them to be, then uh, it would make sense for you to be in an ISA because it will come out the money will come out free ra- rather than in a pension it comes out and gets taxed. But the idea of a tax in a pension is that you probably won't pay much tax anyway because you'll be quite below the threshold, the standard threshold that you withdraw in your either dividends or or in your trinity style four percent withdrawal rate or whatever you wanted to do so it, that's that to me is just a lot of theory and and actually we don't know what it's going to be like in the future so that i'm not necessarily d- disagreeing with you but it's more that i don't think that's a good reason to choose an isa over a sip because i i think it's it's based on personal opinion or based on what your belief is of the future. So that was just something that I did want to touch on there. It was just a, just a, something to argue with you about. <laughs> some, something interesting for you, Paul, that you might be worth doing and something interesting for other people who've maybe left a few jobs and left some pensions hidden away somewhere. There's uh, uh, something you can use on Facebook Messenger called Penny, P-E-N-N-Y. And uh, it's a bot. You can give them a little bit of information about you and they will go out and find all your pensions for you. Um, so they will get. I don't think they necessarily do transfers, but they will get you all the information you need, like account numbers and and what's the current value of it is and things like that. So then you can make an informed decision based on all of the things that you have there. Obviously, other services can do that. Things like Pension B is quite famous mm. for being able to transfer all pensions. In fact, it's really good marketing from Pension B because almost all pensions can transfer to each other. It's just Pension B make it really seamless and really easy. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good one. Uh, so what what we're saying then, as a, as a bit at the end, is uh, what you're investing in first. Your pension, as in, I'm going to go with SIP. Are you investing with your SIP first, or are you investing in your ISA first? ISA, in my case, uh, lifetime ISA specifically. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I learned that basically quite early on that if you half your age at the time you take an interest in your pension, that's the percentage of your salary that you should contribute to the uh, to the uh, SIP, so just rule of thumb. Um, uh, I, when I took an interest in my pension, I was 30, so the amount that I should contribute from my salary was 15%. So when I worked all that back, because I get paid really lumpy sums, so I get paid a, a, a big amount in April, I also get a bonus in January and a bonus in November. So if I can take chunks of them and put them into my SIP, then I can only pay a, a couple of hundred pounds a month into my pension, which I would have paid anyway from my salary, and I can make up that 15% that I need to contribute. So I, I do that every year, and you plot that on a graph, and it looks like it's going to come out about 440 grand with a very lenient um, growth rate, and I don't even bother factoring in dividends because... I just can't be asked. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that and that'll be enough to you know you take a twenty five percent tax free sum out of that. That'll be about one hundred and ten k. Theoretically, if I still have a mortgage by that point, that should be enough to clear it. And the rest of it from that point onwards is just you know is is just what you've got to live on. So in my head, it works out. Obviously, the ISA I'm hoping will be about three times that size. But who knows what's going to happen between now and then? So in answer to your question, I contribute to my ISA. 
if it's not already full. I all contribute to my sip automatically. Uh, other than that, I, I bang it in. <laughs> I bang it in a little bit of crypto, and I have a small cat pie that I'm banging it in at the moment. <laughs> so. Wow, that really surprised me, guys. I thought you were you were much more lean towards pensions. That makes me worried that this has been a bit too biased, actually, um, that we probably need to get somebody involved who can, can take us through pensions and we can just disagree with for an hour um that's quite scary that is i thought you would be a bit more if more only there was a cfa who wanted to come on the show and talk to us about pensions <laughs> oh no we're gonna find one of those oh my god mm. i never thought about that uh oh that's gonna be a big talking point coming forward um but yeah i no i, I get it i'm just i i think i feel like i've got a lot more control with an isa uh, whether it's in any any broker that you want to put it in, uh, mine's everyone knows what I've got in trading two one two. It's tiny, uh, and I'm starting very very late, so I, I'm just doing whatever I can to keep my interest in investing right now because the pension that was taken out of me from from my various jobs felt like I was it felt like it was being stolen from me. In, in my personal opinion i know that's odd i know i know it's sad but i just didn't I, I couldn't get my head around it and when i when i went to read into these pensions i didn't understand them i didn't i didn't get what they were paying me and also when you call up these the pension the divine defined benefit pension places for the nhs they can't give you a, a projected sum either they can't they can't even uh, because it's based on inflation they can't even give you a rough guide of how much it's going to be so i just don't like that unpredictability uh, at the moment and i've had people very recently uh, i know retire and their pension has not been as much as they thought it would be these are like going into their 60s and they're they're leaving and having to come back and work two days a week because they can't make up uh the the fall that their pension that their nhs defined benefit pension that they've been in for well over 15 20 maybe even 30 years that doesn't cover their living expenses right now and these things these things have just really put me off so yeah i i'm in the isa everyone can see my isa every single week i put it up there and you can see the dodgy shit that i do with it and um whether it's working or not, which it is working, it is working. It's beating the market right now. Uh, the market is slowly pulling away from me uh, a little bit, but I'm still beating it by a good five or six percent. So I'm sure for that. Uh, right. Thank you very much. Did anyone else have anything to say on that one? Yeah. Sorry, Steve. What's that hoodie you're wearing? <laughs> oh, this hoodie. This hoodie. You mean with the playing footsie logo? Oh, on is that it? playing footsie oh, logo? Amazing. This makes me cringe. Yeah. Honestly, guys, this, this makes me cringe, really. Well, I was hoping afterwards you'd do as a really nice voiceover. <laughs> like, what? I was like, buy your, buy your... Hey, Steve, <laughs> what's that hoodie you're wearing? You look fetching. <laughs> wow, that... Or whatever words you'd use. <laughs> if, if we script something out for next week, Paul, will you read it out for us? Uh, yeah, I could try. In fact, help us out in the comment section below. Mm. Help us out. What should Paul say about our wonderful merch range in his voiceover? If you'd like something to wash your car with, have a playing footsie t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I particularly like the burgundy one. I want to buy the burgundy one. That's that's what that's what I want. 
I'm going to get that one. I really like it. Of course you do. Um, all right then, guys. Thank you. Uh, that that drop. I hope that hasn't caused anyone to drop off that really random bit of chatting at the end. Um, oh, you can see the drop off rate just go straight at the end there. Thank you very much for listening to the playing footsie midweek footsie where we play with your feet midweek and all that sort of stuff. Uh, leave us comments below. Ask us. Sorry, more did questions. someone say drop off rate? <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe when he says that, we should like get our feet and like put them to camera or something. <laughs> yeah, like, bye everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing uh, doing some photography pictures of like feet, like uh, feet on a swing or something like that, and uh, on a roundabout oh, or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's my advertising campaign. You can go with the t-shirt. Oh yes, there you go. There's some t-shirt ideas of like a foot on a swing or something i don't know well we're going on top thank you very much everyone for listening there's your drop off rate see you in a bit <laughs> i'm amazed how many people own stocks i'm amazed how many people own stocks the sucker's going up <laughs>